0: Right, so after a four-game losing streak and losing the third seed in the Eastern Conference, the Celtics have bounced back with back-to-back wins against the Orlando Magic and the Philadelphia 76ers. They're now tied for the fifth place in the Eastern Conference right before the showdown against the Toronto Raptors at TD Garden. Fellas, we're here to break down the Celtics' win over the Magic. look ahead to the Raptors. We also have, of course, Sean Dutra's own uh, segment, the free agent of the week that you have. To look forward to, so you can uh, look ahead to the uh, to the off season and see who the Celtics are going to be eyeing or who they possibly should be eyeing. I
1: like to call it Sean Dutra's Fow segment.
0: All right, I guess we, we can call it the that. Fow. I guess that sounds better than the uh, Sean Dutra segment. And of course, we end off our podcast like we do with every single episode with Joelle's. In case you missed it. In Camille. What's that mean?
1: In case you missed it. Uh, oh. oh, okay Foul, whoa, I'm all, I'm all about pronouncing things that shouldn't be pronounced right now yeah. But it's all good
0: I guess so Alright, well fellas, how important were these two wins for the Celtics? Uh, Very important
1: On a scale of 1 to 10, like 4 billion, dude 4 billion Because, I mean, think about it, dude You lose uh, I was scared when Crowder was out And they just looked like so frig- still out. Well, I mean, but w- when Crowder was out and they looked like crap I was looking at these two games as the games that they needed to obviously win in this
2: friggin' stretch, but, man, I didn't think the Celtics were going to look that bad without Crowder. Well, I think it's fair to say, you know, we were talking about last episode, how many games potentially the Celtics are going to lose because of Jay, uh, Jay Crowder being out. Right. But I don't think it would have made a difference because they were playing that bad.
1: Well, they were playing, they were playing awful, but I think it was a mental thing, too. Like they were going up against Durant, they were going up against DeRozan, Paul George. Those, Harden. yeah, I mean, those, I mean, that those fucker. are players that Crowder is usually gonna at least, uh, even he's not gonna, you know, stop them. But they know that's their guy to stop them. And then when you don't have a guy to to, to match up against them, even for good or bad, the the team was lost, man. I mean, Crowder's the glue. Crowder's the MVP. He makes this team tick. So. I mean, I think when you look at how they played in those games where, you know, when they were rolling, they have a chance in those games against the Pacers, the Thunder, Rockets, and even the against the Raptors. And then you look at these two games against the Sixers and the Magic, you're like, all right, you know what? I would have, if Crowder was playing, I would have probably guessed that they probably would have lost one of these trap games.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's tough when you're trying to climb out of a 20-plus point hole. And that's what that was the case against uh OKC and the Raptors. Right. So, um, Crowder being in there. Defensively, yeah. That I makes mean, it makes a difference, but offensively this team wasn't
1: clicking. I don't even think it was Crowder's defense that was missing. I think it was just the way that he brings this team together. He's sort of like that missing link. And uh-huh. when he's not there, it takes. It doesn't take like we talked about it last last episode. You think, you,
2: you, think it, he, you think he's got like kg intensity that type of thing?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know if I want to put him on that level, but I'm just saying for this team, like when Crowder's out, he does so much that you can't just put it on Turner to make up that difference. You can't just be like, well, Jareb goes in, he'll make up that. You it, it is. You need a bunch of different players doing a bunch of different things to make up for everything that Crowder does on a daily basis because not only does he play strong defense, he's probably your second best three-point shooter. Well, he's your second best scorer. He's your if second you talk, best –
0: right. On, on paper, I mean, right. I guess him and, him no, and Bradley, Bradley, Bradley technically – well, all right. Bradley averages 15 and Crowder is what, like 14.6? Right, I mean, they're pretty much neck and neck. But, yeah, okay, Bradley and Crowder, they sort of – I mean, Crowder has caught up to Bradley right. in terms of okay. points average this season. And, no, but it's funny,
2: it's funny you bring that up. Uh to to Ducho's point, you're not gonna have one guy or even a couple of guys replace what Jake Crowder does. Exactly. I think that's the mistake. Yes. Maybe that Stevens I don't know. I don't know if he was trying well, to I think... trying to look for that one particular oh, two guys. I think I think it was a combination of what the Celtics and their losses, right? That they were trying to find replacement guys, quote unquote, but all they had to do was just keep doing what they were doing. Turner wasn't doing what he was usually doing. Right. Neither was smart. No, they were and trying Jurepico to. And rep- was out a, co- a couple of games as well. Right, and I think that's, that's sort of. And the Olenek reason. hasn't been I, the same. Really, I think that's the bad.
1: reason why uh, Stevens didn't just start Turner in Crowder's place to start it off. I think he was sort of looking for like, no, let's just keep doing what we're doing. You know, yeah, we're gonna play small because we always play small. You know, Smart, you're gonna go in there and just do what you can and make sure you make up for what you're losing on. You know, by guarding the small forward, do it on the offensive end. But I, I it just didn't work. It just, it you know, Crowder, and as much as I like to say this, you know, I'm not being facetious or anything, but he's our MVP. He's the most valuable player on the team. Between him and Isaiah Thomas, if you lose either of those two, you're in trouble. You're not a top three seed in the Eastern Conference anymore.
0: Well to magnify Joel's point, I mean Evan Turner wasn't shooting well. That's that's obvious, right guys? I mean for somebody whether he was starting or coming off the bench, he just, you know, like overall, statistically, you know, shooting wise he just wasn't he wasn't at shooting at that high percentage where he like he usually was. Wasn't passing the ball where he was usually passing the ball. He wasn't playmaking. He wasn't well, setting up he wasn't setting up plays as he usually does. So he's, does. he's yeah. turned things around, okay? Right. I mean Monday night 16 points uh 5 rebounds, 4 assists. I mean that that's that's usual that's Turner. A, that's a that's game. I mean before game. before the Orlando game, he may have scored, you know, 8, nine, ten points, which is not a huge difference, but I think the 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 big difference is the shooting percentage. I mean, he went 7 for 11 throughout that four-game losing streak, Turner was shooting below 30% cuz the thing is games. that
1: he doesn't take like bad shots. Like his shots are those them, mid-range yeah. jumpers and if he right. if he's trying to force things like that don't come because he doesn't take a ton of shots per game, so if he's trying to force things,
0: then that's where you're. That's where you're gonna see Evan Turner shoot right. badly, and that's why I was concerned because he was taking the shots that he usually takes, right? Missing the shots that he usually makes, but he was he was he was taking them a
1: lot more frequent than what he would have if Crowder was in the lineup. I think that's where right. you see it. Is that right, because he, now he's in he, the starting yes, role. Yes, he he's felt – even when he wasn't a starter, though, he just – he felt it, – everything seemed out of place, which is – I mean, you lose your, one of your starters, one of your key starters, who started, I think – did he start every game this year?
2: Who, oh, Crowder? Crowder, Crowder yes. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Yeah, so, so – Right, so, I mean, you lose the guy that your offense and, and defensive strategies are built around. I mean, you're going to have some growing pains, and I think that's what we see that Celtics have been going through
2: it's, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. No, it's funny how at the beginning of the season we were we were debating, you know, should Crowder start over Turner mm-hmm. or vice yeah, versa. Um, you
1: you were debating.
2: Oh, well, so was too.
1: No, I I said Crowder.
0: I, I was I torn. I mean, I was Honestly, a Crowder guy. I was, guy. Torn I, I, I was I, okay, this is why I was torn. I was torn because I was a
1: Crowder guy through and through.
0: I love how we always backtrack about who said what, but you know, you know what for, for in my defense, I was torn because I wanted Crowder's defense obviously. I thought it was very important. But I was thinking about Turns offense. However, oh, well, I you didn't, didn't expect think that Crowder
1: could stroke threes. No, no,
0: no, I didn't. You didn't expect that either. Don't act you like didn't you didn't expect, expect He that. hasn't been shooting threes no. only since the All Star no, break. He's, like. he's no, six no, of no. eleven from, from beyond no. the arc. Open your eyes. since the All Star break, dude. But what I'm saying is, More that about the I didn't offense. expect Crowder to average 15 points per game. No. I don't think any of us did. Let's be no. honest here. Come on, you, you, you expect either. Crowder you didn't to average
1: 15 points? I was thinking, I was thinking around 12, 12 points per game. Maybe not 15, but. The only the only flaw I see in Crowder's game is creating his own shot, but in this offense, he doesn't have to. That's why he's always been a knockdown, like fourth quarter shooter.
2: You get a, well, a, a since he joined the Celtics, since well, he a, joined the Celtics, Asterix. Well, that's another good that's another good point you bring up because that was also lacking for the Celtics offense was um, moving the ball around, passing, right. assists, and their and their and their losses. They were averaging like in in the low teens when they're usually you know twenty five plus, and wins. And Turner wasn't doing wasn't wasn't passing well. Neither was neither was neither was Isaiah. Well, and, I think... and, and the wins Isaiah Isaiah has done has done better. Obviously he 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 had a great game against uh, Philadelphia. He had an awesome game against the Magic. Mm-hmm. That's and and this and this stretch and this uh, since the since the start of the, the start of the month, I think Isaiah's best game was against the Magic. Well, all around good, great game. Offense, yeah, I mean, he offense. started
1: off the game hot, and, and he's been and, rebounding.
2: Well, I think everybody's crashing the boards, which is good. Well, Marcus Smart
1: made a big, big dent on the boards today too. And I mean, you, you can't, you can't overlook and not to harp on Crowder the entire episode. But like, you know, when you Bradley, Bradley had nine rebounds right.
2: against Orlando, that's insane,
1: right? But I mean, overlooked. You think about it, like that's what has to happen to make up for the stuff that Crowder does, because not only is he. He he scores the basketball. He can hit three pointers. He can play defense. But
2: you can't stop doing what they're that they're doing. Exactly. They, but they were but, trying to
1: do more than when. Than, but I think, than
2: they needed to. But I think, think the bottom line is is when the
1: Celtics are struggling against the good teams. I mean, let's let's face it. Orlando and Philadelphia are not good teams. These are games that they should have won. And if they didn't win it, but okay. I would have been sitting here losing my friggin' mind right they now. They struggled with Orlando. Right. They struggle Well, they struggled a little bit with Orlando to, uh, uh, tonight. Monday, yeah. yeah, on Monday night. Uh, because they didn't, they weren't able to really close that game out until the last two minutes of the game. They,
2: were, they, were, they, they were, let
1: him back in. They got down to four points four at points, one point. Yeah, yeah.
2: So and then they had to bring you had to bring Thomas uh, in Thomas back in and everybody you know, with like seven eight minutes left in the game. And but Thomas I guess is supposed to be resting.
1: This is what I'm getting at: is that for the Celtics to have continued continued success with Crowder out of the lineup, they need to not only have somebody step up other than Isaiah because Isaiah's Pretty much, we're doing it every game this He's year. He's averaging almost thirty points throughout the month of March. Right, but they I mean, need they need somebody else to not they don't need, they don't need one person to step up. They need everyone, everyone, yeah, all to hands, elevate all hands on their deck. game. You, every you. like Smart needs to elevate his game. Like you saw tonight, getting those rebounds. Bradley tonight played a really good game. Played made clutch made clutch, clutch shots. shots was able to yeah. play some defense. You saw Amir Johnson having a little bit of a renaissance in the past. It's everybody chipping in to do those little things that. You know you rely on Crowder for so I, if they can continue it, they got a tough west coast uh, West coast trip after um the Raptors after the Raptors, which I believe they play who's the fact checker on the show Joel
2: you got the Clippers yep the Warriors, the Suns Portland it's, it's not an order but like you know the blazers it's five game Lakers. the Lakers you know, uh, 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 the Lakers that was five that's five right that's a five that's a five game you know, to West end, coast to, swing to end to end the month. And start, you know, April. There's what ten games left oh, dude. before the playoffs. And and then you come back home, and you got the, you got
1: the Bobcats. You got the, I believe they play the Hawks again. It's it's a tough schedule. So if Crowder's not coming back anytime soon, they're gonna need to make some. They're gonna need to make some big like adjustments going into to hold on to the seed because it's
0: getting tight in the East, man. Well, here's some good news for you guys. Jay Crowder will be traveling with the team. There's no guarantee that he's going to play on this road trip, but he will be with the team. And there's a small chance that he'll be able to play at the tail end of that road trip. So I say, I he, say, could I be, say he could be back sooner Golden than we State? think. I say he's back
2: with Golden State. Golden State? Not because not because the doctors say, yeah, you're ready to play, because he wants he to wants play. He wants to
1: play versus Golden State. That's yeah. the game they've all been circling on the calendar since, yeah. since December 10th. Yeah.
2: And you have to worry about the Clippers, too, because you know, they, they they want that win. They they, they lost earlier before they all-star though, break. though,
1: let's, let's, let's do this roundtable real quick. Would you rather have Crowder sit out until he comes back to Boston or would you rather have him try to push it against Golden State?
2: Well, I would I personally I would I would wait. But, you know, knowing I mean I not that I know him personally, but you know the, way the consensus yes. of him, you know, wanting to wanting to the play the ideology of Crowder. Of Crowder, yeah, the 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 Crowder Mindset, if the you will. The Crowder way of life. <laughs> the Crowder way of life. I like that. <laughs> Hashtag, the Crowder way of life. Put on a t-shirt. Put on a t-shirt. I mean, he you don't see him that often with the boot. And when you do, it's during the games, you know, and his and, and nice, it's nice uh, attire, if you it's will. Little, he's got pea
1: coats for days, bro. Yeah, my dude's fresh. <laughs> yeah, crowder think, is you know, just he took fresh advantage. to death when it comes to his Jesus. attire. He's the only one
2: that took advantage, full advantage of being out in Milan. Right. He just went shopping. That's what yeah. he did. I swear to God. He was
0: just like, give me every single... Peacoat color. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys want to know that why? Why I know Crowder has has style. Tell me. One game, right before the game, uh, we were in the locker room getting ready to talk to the guys, and points at me and just goes, "Hey man, that's a that's a great shirt you got there, man. Okay, that's a great <laughs> button up." So obviously <laughs> so you <have> to point <laughs> obviously out, right? the dude has style because you know he was pointing out my, no, my like, button up, but that I had he on went that out game. of his way to point that out, right? To let everybody know that like I you know real recognize real. I like what you wearing <laughs> there, bro. He's like, so I'm, I'm gonna shout you out in front of everyone because I want everyone to know that I'm. I'm loving what this dude's rocking. And everyone wait. turned around and was like, Oh, yeah, the crowd is right. Well, you get good. Are J. J C. JCPenney or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Express, Express, right. Marshalls, dude? What's I got it up? from Express. All right. All right, guys, real quick, another we... rated place. So shop, by the way. It is, it is before we get Marshals. off, the... before we get off the uh, Orlando Magic talk, guys, you can tell me about we can't forget, before we get off this game altogether, we can't forget about my man, Kelly Olinic. I mean, my dude, he put his hair down. His first he's game. He's finally first, back in like, the flow.
2: Yeah, his first real game, like, you know. It, showing his, his old self. Yeah, right, right, showing exactly, his old exactly. When, when I say like that, Olenek. I mean,
0: he went 4 of 6 from from uh, beyond the arc. 7 of 12 from the floor. 22 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. I mean, what more could you ask for from a guy named Kelly Olenek? I well, mean, I mean,
2: he's still getting back into the flow. Uh, I De- think he's back. Deutra, I agree to that. Dutra and, and I were at the game. So, there, there are some tweaks that I would like to see improve. I right. you know, but it's and maybe it's just part of the the Olenek isms of when somebody drives the lane and he likes to jump and just try fouls, to block the shot and yeah. just fouls and it's just like, bro, you're seven feet tall, just uh, put your damn on, hands up. Y'all, y'all gonna knock uh, Olenek out of the hand, game? Just put had, your man. damn hands up, and because you got to foul trouble a little bit. Well, I thought Olenek stay on the
1: floor. I thought Olenek played pretty well. He was able to knock down the three pointers when he had them. When he when he was because he, he only shoots them. He only shoots them in the do. flow of the offense. But then sometimes he still felt confident to like. Fake the three, drive to the lane, see if he gets fouled, and he was finishing his layups that night.
2: I did. I did. So this, I did I, the Celtics did well too, in, uh and in limiting three point shots. They took the ball in right. They were they like were, driving. Was just, was they were driving. driving. They were aggressive.
1: They were a very shot. aggressive team yeah. against the Magic on Hell Monday yeah. night. So,
2: um, yeah,
1: I, I yeah, I mean, the way Olenek can play is it's it's interesting now. I'm going to bring this up. I brought it up to Joel at the game tonight. It's uh, a good question. It's a yeah. good question. Good and question, we didn't yeah. bring it up to you yet, but What's this up? is it. So, tonight against the Magic, you saw a little bit of Kelly Olinick versus Aaron Gordon. My question to you is who would you take? Kelly Olinick or Aaron Gordon? Ooh. That's a tough question.
0: It is. I mean, they're two different players. Well, they're two totally different, totally players. different players.
1: Same draft class, I believe. Maybe not. I don't know fact checkers, McGee's out there, but maybe not. <laughs> but basically. Aaron Gordon was a top five pick. Karolinek was a top 16 or 17 pick.
2: Yeah, he was 13 yeah, overall. 13, top
1: 15 pick. Mm-hmm. So the way they're playing and the way they were playing tonight, especially, they were d up against each other. Yeah. And you saw sort of the back and forth, and I thought to myself, I said, yeah, so Aaron Gordon is yeah, yeah. He was a high-flying athlete. A little bit from the outside
0: too, Gordon. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He
1: doesn't have that outside game as well as mm-hmm. Kelly does. Yeah,
0: you know. But I'm gonna give the edge to Gordon though. Because yeah, I right think Gordon can put thing. the ball on the floor. Yeah. he can. Uh, Get he to he the right Score in yeah. different ways yeah. that yeah. Kelly can't. Yeah. So, I, I who
1: are you more in, confident yeah. in though on the offensive end? Well. On the I offensive said, end, you're giving the ball. You let's I just. I mean, are, you, are I we talking about a, like on... a last-second play? Or no, let's talking... just no, no, say no. more confident overall to score you buckets. Like you need to rely on this guy for
2: offense. Well, Gordon right
0: he's now he's shooter, but, but, yeah, but Gordon, you know, he can he can score different ways. So but it's Gordon hard
2: right to now. That question yeah. we're talking about right now, right at this moment, right now, Gordon, Gordon has
0: <laughs>
2: the ultimate confidence right now. Yeah, and unless oh, yeah. he's coming back slowly from an injury, well, look, he was let's, out for like a month. Let's,
1: let's even let's even jet this back. Like you know, I know, I know, Gordon. Like you said, Gordon won the Put slam like dunk this. contest. Oh, no, played with a good all star weekend. No, he should have, but, but, but he, he did. But before he not win. He should have won. He didn't before, win. Before, he go ahead, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. I was Gordon. just gonna say like the way the way the two have been playing this year, I think Kelly Olynyk has basically proven that he's a better player than Aaron Gordon.
2: But right now, I would take Aaron Gordon slight edge over Olenek, and I'll tell you why: the littles the littlest of things, and this is and this is the main reason why. You better not say defense. No, when he goes, when Gordon goes into the lane, he's gonna dunk that shit. He's not gonna do like a little little flip shot, and that's what Olenek doesn't do. Right. Well, I mean, Gordon's a better
1: athlete, so Gordon's
2: obviously a better dunker. I mean, but you he's but
1: Olenek is seven feet tall. Dunk that shit all yeah, the time. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't think Orlenix had more than like 4 dunks all year. But when he does, he gets up. So he needs to
2: that's but again that's a complimentary It's
1: just thing. A, it's a I think it's a different style of play, but I thought it was a, a, an interesting contrast to look at those two players go up against each other on Monday night and see See it live too. And see we'll see it live and 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 see like the two contrast contrasting styles of play. But seriously, like now like Aaron Gordon's going to have to adjust to make himself a, a jump shooter in this league or he's not going to be able to keep up offensively well, but kelly Olynyk has that in his bag of tricks already so it sort of makes him like well i mean you get the he can learn how to dunk like he can yeah. dunk
0: you know it's funny you bring that up because when i think of aaron gordon's game his style it kind of reminds me of like a very young blake griffin Well before blake griffin before he had that jump shot he had to add that jump shot to be Blake Griffin. Right.
1: So Aaron Gordon like post Gordon out. doesn't have that shot. Aaron really. Gordon came out of the draft as Blake Griffin Jr. But I don't think he's ever going to live up to that because well, he, he has to
0: get that jump shot, like you said.
1: Well, I mean, even even without it, I mean, look at it. Like he's this is his first year. I think it's his what his third year in the league. Over,
2: but over overall, and he, he hasn't just been had able to post moves in Olenek. Olenek. But he hasn't. But he guys.
1: hasn't been able to. He hasn't been able to. Like at least you know what Olenek is, right? Third year in the league, you know what Olenek is, and you know that he's he's good at a couple different things. Gordon, you're still like I know he's he can he's one of the best dunkers in the league, and he's and he's
2: got athleticism, but okay. other than that, you just, he you doesn't just, have much. But you just proved my point. Gordon has room for improvement. Olenek, I'm not saying he's reached the ceiling, but he's it, it, he's kind of close to it. How, how, how much I more think, does Olenek need to improve? I think,
1: I think if you look at it or this will he year.
2: Improve, that's a better question. How much more If you will look improve? at
1: it this year, Olenek has made much more of a jump than Aaron Gordon has made this year. No pun okay. intended. No pun intended.
0: No, I guess that's fair to say. Because I mean, well, Olenek the, ain't jumping, but Gordon's injury jumped. kind of taints that. Well, the injury, that, before well, the, the injury. Because ol- before the injury, he was doing great. Olenek was playing the best season. Are you season. kidding? Yes, yes. That's yeah. what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm oh, saying. I you are going to say the opposite.
1: No, I'm saying like Olenek has been able to show that he is an NBA rotation starting player. Okay, yeah. Gordon.
2: Rotation guy. Gordon
1: is still trying to prove that.
2: Yeah, but what? what, what and depending on, 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 st- on a better team. Olenek's okay. on a
1: better team. And Gordon could, if Gordon was able, if, if okay, let's switch places. Olenek would probably be like a borderline 20-point score on
2: Orlando right now. Let's be honest. I don't know about that because it, it, it's, it depends what system you're in. Right, Gordon. They've kind of given Gordon the green light because they got rid of Hi- that. Got rid of Harris. They got
1: rid of him for for Gordon's sake only. Okay, so the no you, other giving, reason you're
2: giving Gordon the green light. Olenek, you're not gonna give Olenek the green light to be your leading scorer for the night. It proved my point, though. That's what I mean. Oh, I think Olenek has shown a lot more. We just proved each other's point. We just talking about systems. Right. So
1: systems have a big deal. The
2: Celtics, the Celtics have a, need, a certain need for Olenek, right. and the Orlando Magic have a certain need for Gordon.
1: Right. But they want. Yeah. I guess they want the Gordon to develop. And then trying to force his development when it's been a lot slower than Olenek. So I still would take Olenek over Gordon
0: any day of the week. All right, agree to right. disagree. All right, fellas. So <laughs> we always can, do. We, can, <laughs> we just, can we just move on from the uh, Gordon conversation? Wait, one more thing. Mind? I'm sorry. One we're, more thing. We're, we're the a shack and Chuck of this this I'm, little, this little thinking, thing called the Causeway Street. I was podcast. thinking the whole one more thing was was going to happen like three more things ago. Would you guys keep going with it? <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, I'm guys. I'm I had nothing So else. before this five game road trip, the stuff is going to host. I don't know. Is it, is it fair to say their biggest? Nemesis this season, the Toronto Raptors, Uh. the Kryptonite. They're gonna host the Toronto Raptors. They have a chance to move up in the standings before this big West Coast swing. Kyle Lowry Lowry. Lowry. on Wednesday night at TD Garden, a place where they're not going to play for, not gonna play at for at least a week and a half or so. What are the chances the Celtics can knock off the Raptors and make a statement on Wednesday? What do you guys think?
2: The Celtics can't fall into a twenty-point hole again. They, no, have on, they have to stay not. on. They have to stay on point. They have to be time, aggressive. Toronto ran them out the gym. They have to be aggressive. It, it was an embarrassment.
1: It was embarrassment.
2: in Toronto Toronto has this thing where they Drake was all
1: dancing on the sideline. And shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Again with the Drake talk. Fucking Drake. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but Toronto has this thing, and I tweeted and I tweeted it out during the Toronto game that they're not like impossible to figure out. They're front runners, but they have this this way of. When they create a distance between them and whoever they're playing, they know how to maintain it. They're front runners, dude. That's exactly what they are, <laughs> like, and that's why
1: they're going to lose in the first
2: round of the playoffs again I mean? like this year.
0: And, and he, <laughs> that's why because but, they're but, able to but, hold on. to No, a lead. but Celtics, no, because they don't Celtics, they, can't, they don't fight
2: adversity well. They don't no, fight adversity well. They they love to, getting in front of the leads and take but and leading. But that's it. what oh, I'm saying, yeah, though. Yeah, but they have right. players who keep that that hit clutch shots, like. Like, like you know, Lowry and... and yeah, backcourt. Mike right? Lowry. Yeah, Mike Lowry. It's the second best backcourt in the NBA. NBA. Stop saying that. I know, but bad boys, yeah, know, man. I know, I know, I know. It's the second best you, backcourt you in the NBA. The Mike best. Lowry.
0: Behind behind uh, the Splash Brothers. Yeah, but they have... They're they have the second best backcourt in the they have
2: NBA. Other, they have other players that you wouldn't think... Wow. ...make a difference, like Skola and even... Oh, like, and, like and, Terrence Ross. And even who Terrence who Ross. Who only when he's playing against the Celtics. Oh, yeah. my If Terrence Ross...
1: If Terrence Ross has any corner three against the Celtics... Oh my God! And what? what and eight? Uh, Louis Scola, really? <laughs> Louis Scola, you're gonna put up 17 points in the first quarter, and then he
0: didn't score a single point the rest of the night.
1: And then, <laughs> that's and, all he and did. then still, that was
0: all he had to do. Right still, then. the game, yeah, the that, game that, notes were like, "That's all they needed." Louis Scola <laughs> found the fountain of
1: youth. It's like, no, we found the quarter of youth because no one was there to guard him because Kelly Olynyk was playing, not even playing. Jake Crowder was there. Everyone was trying to focus on the. Road. All right, well,
2: guys, he did. let the same thing. He did the same
0: thing the first time they played. Against Louis the Scola. Louis Scola. That's why. That's why right, he got guys, longevity. Here's the difference though. Amir Johnson is playing like the guy that the Southers have wanted him to play like. He wasn't playing like this the last time the Southers faced the Whoa. Raptors. Whoa. Double double guy. Yes. Grabbing you boards. Trust me I giving know. Giving you second chance Trust. opportunities. Trust well, I mean, I mean well, I know. Bradley too found his stroke well, again, I think. Bradley's found
2: his stroke again. You know what I mean? Right? You need Bradley to find his stroke, continue continue, you know.
0: Making the big shots. Olenek is back. And, this isn't the Olenek that just came fresh off of an injury. This is Olenek who's feeling comfortable. And I mean, he up. looked like his old Olenek self against the Magic yes. like no, we talked got, about. He's got a D up. He's got
2: a D up, too. Um, we're going back to Bradley. He's got a D up. Back continue to Bradley, okay. Going, continue doing what he's doing, you know, on the perimeter. He had four steals against Philadelphia, nine rebounds against Orlando. So we need more of this. We need everybody to do a little bit now here,
1: of
0: what Jay Crowder does. Here's
1: what I'm a little worried about, though. Valanciunas.
0: It will be back.
1: Probably going to be back. He's probably going to I mean, he, he's, there's no
0: guarantee, but there's a chance he'll be back. Good chance he he'll
1: be back. murders us. He absolutely
0: murders us every time we play him. He's an inside-outside guy. I mean, that, it, that's, and that's, those are just, the guys like, that kill the Celtics.
1: Yeah, and and I think that that's something that's we need what, to be worried a, about. The Raptors but, have a bunch
0: of those. Now that you bring that up,
2: sway they have a bunch of inside-out guys.
1: But I think this is this is a this is a big thing to watch during that uh, Raptors Celtics game coming up on Wednesday. Is you know can the Celtics? have this, like, those these cupcakes that they've been getting, the the Magic and the 76ers, are they able to keep that momentum going? Are they able to keep like, you know, obviously those were must, those were, let's face it, those were must wins games for the Celtics. Which ones? They needed, they had to win those you, games. If you, if, you,
2: if you ever needed a confidence booster, it's yeah, against it it the 76ers. Was, it, and you know
1: what, that came right at the right time. So I think that, you know, not only coming off that embarrassment. There's no other way to put it in even, Toronto. Even though and then were... two wins have, a look, have some good home cooking back in Orlando. you got a day at home to rest. You're at home. You're able to get to your surroundings. you got Toronto coming into bidding on Wednesday night. If the Celtics are going to beat them, this is the time to do it because right. I mean, they're playing well now. They've had a couple of you know bad teams come in and get, build their confidence. They're coming off that loss. They want to avenge that loss. I mean, if they if they're going to do it without Jay Crowder, I mean, with Jay Crowder is a whole different story. We'd be talking all different right now. But without Jay Crowder, would if we, they're would going we to though, win, Toronto's we would. A, it's
2: a pain in, fucking reason in the fucking
1: reason why we'd be talking about it differently is because we probably wouldn't have lost. You know, maybe I'll even even if you just take the Pacers game. Even if you could take the Pacers game, which the Celtics were in it, you know, until the fourth quarter when don't cover Paul George. I mean, if the Celtics take that game, that's only a two-game losing streak instead of a four-game losing streak that you're that you're reeling off of. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. If uh, it, can the Celtics win? Yes, but what do they have to do? Exactly what they did tonight, and a little more.
0: Well, I think what I think the reason why the Philadelphia game was very important because not only was it a big win. But also because I think the starting five was able to put up ninety plus points. That's something that the Celtics haven't done. That's something that the Celtics starting five haven't done the entire season. I think it's very important for the starting five to get really used to each other. Right. Get ready for this huge road trip. And what better way to get better for this to get ready for this road trip than a huge game against your division rival, the Toronto Raptors? I mean, and this is a Raptor team that guys don't forget, they're only two games. Behind Cleveland Cavaliers, oh, okay. game so game, they, they're looking half. at right. So they're looking at every single game as a must win because they're eyeing that number one spot. If the Raptors get to that one
1: spot, being sure we're talking about this earlier today, it's a whole different landscape in the East Absolutely. now. Absolutely, it's it a changes, whole it different everything.
0: landscape. That means that means you don't want to be the three seed no. then, right? No, and it's very much possible that they could get it. I I, I think so. I think they're rolling right
1: now. Oh, but the, the, the Raptors are playing. Obviously, Louis Scola scoring seventeen points in the first quarter. The That's Raptors just, are playing that, some that, of the you know best. Best basketball they played all year. They're getting contributions from everybody. <laughs>
0: you make it sound like Scola, yeah, like, like a complete like, like, bum. Like he's like a scrub. Right, like he's, like he, le- he shouldn't he's legit, be, <laughs> man. <laughs> like he shouldn't <laughs> um, be starting. <laughs> Come on, man. He's, he's, he's played well. Okay, Louis <laughs> Scola well. is an absolute bum. Are you kidding oh me? My an God. absolute bum? Come right on, now, in this point in his career? God. I mean, he's not the Houston Rockets Scola, but he's still serviceable big. No, he's not.
2: get Come on. No, Scola, Scola. <laughs> Come on. Skola, no, Scola is Come on. the Raptors Ginobili. All right. That's what is that's what it boils down I to. I can't believe you just fucking I said did, that. I hey, did. That's not a back comparison. Isn't Ginobili back in this answer. stage of his career? No. That's a that's you know, he's and, 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 and more so because Is it because he's from you know? Argentina? You- no, <laughs> I don't we've we been racist now. Knew, <laughs> is that why you said that? I know you I know you're wanna say some shit like that. No. <laughs> Because, But you this, like Messi, too? At this, I love Messi. Oh, what is what is I love is, Messi. What is it? Basically uh, basically? Um, you know what, you know
1: what? Day, what? baby, And Luis Scola is, is lying day. on Messi.
2: Let's just no, put, it no, let's, let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. No, the board. he's not. No one's lying on Messi. Ronaldo's better. Yeah, negative.
1: Oh, you want to get into this right now? Uh,
2: well,
0: any please, day, bro. Please don't. Please. Who's your free agent of the week? Me
1: and Jamal just don't agree on
0: anything. I'm surprised you two were able to get along at the game. We had a good time tonight. We had a good game. time. Good time. If the Celtics lost, it would have been a different story, though. You oh, guys would have been yelling at probably, whose no. fault it no, was that no, they lost. My
2: only, my only knock, my only knock with, the, with the Philadelphia game is that they allowed the Sixers to score over 100 points. And without Okafor, like, that's...
0: Well, you know. I mean, Carl Landry freaking turned back the clock, almost dropped 30 points. Yeah. You yeah. can not that to too.
2: happen. He's a scrub, too, right? Right, right Deidre? Uh
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you're gonna tell me Carl Landry's not a scrub. You're gonna tell me Landry Landry's gonna be a starter on any Landry, other of the 29 listen, teams in the listen, NBA.
2: No, listen, listen, listen. Carl is to me. playing listen because he's no, 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 no. the Sixers. No, listen to me, listen to me. Kyle Landry would be on this uh, on the Golden State Warriors if they could afford to pay him. Yeah, he'd be off the bench though. He wouldn't. Be Doesn't matter. Starter. Doesn't matter. But my point is though, he's he's like he's one of those veteran guys that you need. Wait
1: a second. Carl Landry would be on the Golden State Warriors if they had a, they could afford to pay him and they didn't have Fessy Azili. <laughs> Or, or, uh, or Maurice Space. Space. Or somebody that could play better than him and is just cheaper than him. He went to the Sacramento Kings and made mucho bucks. I don't even know. It was like $8 million per year. And he, they were like, ah, oh, all right, Carl Landry, that's that's a good signing. Yeah, he's going to be. No, no, he's not. He's a scrub. He's a scrub. He had like two good years. All right, I know what. All right. All right, all right. You digress. <laughs> Can we get off this? Free agent of the week.
0: The... Who you got? Uh, get these Celtics fans excited speaking speaking of the Raptors who could be on Danny Ainge's radar this upcoming summer Mr. Sean Ducher. free agent of the week Causeway Street's free agent of the week so we're looking at (laughs) that's his intro I love it we're
1: looking at a little bit outside the box here we know the big names the unrestricted guys the guys that are out there just waiting to be signed but there's one big name out there we literally just talked about on the Toronto Raptors that it was talked about at the beginning of the season too as potential Trading for. Right, for trade target. But yeah. then the Raptors have had a great year, so obviously they're not going to trade them. But DeMar DeRozan of they, the Toronto Raptors. They couldn't, but go ahead. Right. DeMar DeRozan of the Toronto Raptors. They could have.
2: No, they couldn't right now. They can't Would right Would you now. keep going, John? Well, he's good.
1: Right. DeMar DeRozan right of the Toronto Raptors is our, is our cool. Causeway Street Free Agent of the Week. All right. okay? okay? So he comes in as not a free agent because there's still a chance that he can opt into his $9 million contract per year. There's no way he's going to do that, okay? So he's going to hit the open market. Now, here's where it sort of gets a little bit tricky, is that Toronto Raptors, they're a good team, okay? So you're going to be looking at trying to outbid the Toronto Raptors, who can pay him an extra year than anybody else in the NBA. So right now, the latest rumor is that obviously he's going to opt out of his deal, but what he's looking for is a $25 million per year contract so
2: we're talking about like 150
1: for DeMar DeRozan. So the Raptors, I uh, the basically what it breaks down to is the Raptors are going to be able to pay him 25 more million dollars than any other team in the NBA. Now, this is where it sort of gets a little what's going to happen here. Does he take the extra 25 million dollars, which is 25 fucking million dollars, okay, to stay with the Raptors if they get knocked out of the first round of the playoffs this year or I think it's even reasonable to say that if they get knocked out of the second round of the playoffs, that's another disappointment for Toronto. Well,
2: you just they're, said they're not going to get out of the
0: first round, so. Well,
1: I'm saying,
2: okay.
0: He's saying the what ifs, Troy. I know. He's saying the what ifs.
1: If they, can't, if they get knocked, that they've been knocked out of the first round of the playoffs for the past three years, I think. God bless you, Paul Pierce. Right. Paul Pierce is now out of the Eastern Conference, so they don't have to worry about him, but they need to worry about now making it so that a guy on their own team thinks it's worthwhile to stay there even though they can give him an extra $25 million than any other team in the NBA, will DeMar DeRozan sign with the Raptors or will he go somewhere else for a chance to win, including maybe with your Boston Celtics?
0: That's tough. It's tough. Um, When you guys first brought this up to me before the show, the first thing that came to mind was the relationship that he's built with Lowry, obviously. Break? Oh. He's actually also built a great relationship with Drake, actually. (laughs) they hang out. (laughs) He was, he was on, uh, I'm
2: sorry. That was Lou Williams, right? On Monday. On Monday. He was was on, he was on ESPN radio talking about Drake.
0: He was talking good things about uh, his relationship with Drake. But no, um, I think those two, uh, that's a tough relationship to break up. But again, you bring up the point that if they get bounced out of the first round, I mean, it gets to the, he's going to have to ask himself, does he want to battle against the Cleveland Cavaliers? Right. Or stick around in Toronto. And honestly, I think it's a long shot. But I think that if he does look elsewhere, the Boston Celtics have to be on his radar. Because if you're able so to too. pair him up with Isaiah Thomas in the backcourt, along Plus with... Plus
1: another big... Al Horford.
0: An Al Horford, let's say. Or even... I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Even on. the way the team is constituted now. Let's just say, hypothetically, the Celtics were able to get to the second round this year. do forget. Well, who I knows? Get to the third round against the, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals. Against the against the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, or what if they lose to the Celtics in a second round of the playoffs?
1: What if they that lose to too. the
0: Celtics? That could happen too. So I I like the signing. I like it on paper. I like the thought of it. I like the thought of Celtics paying that much for him. I think he is that good. Really? I just think it's a it's a it's a long shot. Well, you don't you don't like that those those numbers. You don't think you don't think he's worth that? So
2: potentially you're talking about the Celtics spending one hundred twenty five mil for five years, six yeah. years. No, five years.
0: Five years. Five years. Yes, and they still have enough money to sign an, another max guy.
1: I mean, the money, the money, the money. They would still have
0: enough. Yeah. You, you would just have to say bye to Evan Turner. But I mean, if you're getting Demar Rosen, oh, I, well, I, I down down don't think it. You have to say goodbye to. De, you're not going to sign Evan Turner oh, I'm out. and Demar I'm out. Derozan. I'm out. <laughs> you're joking. Right? I'm joking. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I, I think he's that good. He's a top. <laughs> he's a top shooting guard in this league. Are you kidding me? You don't think he's up there? I didn't say nothing. I, I mean, you looking at me with uh, a lot money. Got that look. Yeah, got that you got that look no, as no, if, no. like, oh, you would spend that much money no, on no, no. DeMar DeRozan? No. Who's my, above – who's a better shooting guard no, not but, named James Harden no. and maybe one more person than, than uh, DeMar DeRozan? Chris but Middleton. My, my, only,
2: my, only con- my only concern would be if you do bring him in, does Evie Bradley accept coming off the bench? If you're okay. gonna put him, if you're gonna start him at the two, I think, Joely, I think you're, I think you're
1: overthinking it a little bit because, I mean, if you're paying a guy twenty-five million dollars a year, he's gonna be in your starting lineup. No, I understand that, right?
2: But, but is, I is Avery Bradley gonna accept coming off the bench after fighting his way into the starting role, being potentially? Well, I think he I is. I mean, if you, well, he's one of, the best, one of the best, he's the guy. you can Defensive move into guys, the, guys in yes, the league, yes. you can move to the three. I know exactly what you're saying. But and, as you're and, moving to the three, then then you're taking out Jay Crowder. Well, Crowder
0: can move to the four.
2: Well I you mean, can
1: just pack a Bradley. You have to side Namar Derozan, pack a Bradley and Marcus Marr and go trade for Demarcus Cousins. No, oh. I brought that up though. I said, <laughs> I brought that up though. I said, <laughs> I
2: said before the beginning of the show, before the Problem recording solved. show, you put Jay at the four, and you guys looked at me like I had four heads. No, you can't put Jay at the four. See.
1: You can't put Jay at the four, though. Do you gotta? Uh, Why I, not?
0: You what? With the way the league is going, the 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 direction the league is going towards, I, mean, I mean,
1: you could put you Crowder could, at the
0: four. Isn't crazy? I mean, look at the fours nowadays. It's six, not seven, crazy. Six, eight. It's Those, not that's four now. Okay, I'll give you that. It's not centers crazy. in the
1: NBA are like what six eight six nine. But I wouldn't feel comfortable. I wouldn't feel comfortable having Crowder permanently at your four. I mean, I would much feel. I would feel much more comfortable with O'Linick at the four, and then. You know, but, uh, okay. let's Okay, uh, who's who the best power think, forwards
0: in the NBA? I think you make that. Not, I don't want to get into this. I no, don't real this. quick. Real we're gonna get into this. Joel, who's the best power forwards in the NBA? Blake Griffin. Name a few. Uh,
2: Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge, DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, I mean, you can put him at the four or the five. Uh, Cousins, I, I consider
0: him more of a five, but. Um. Oh, Tim Duncan, Greg like an Monroe, old school four.
2: Lamarcus Aldridge, Nikolai Vucevic,
1: just taking the Eastern Conference. Kevin Love.
0: Okay. Right, so, you
1: can't guard against those
0: guys. Kevin Love, that that's a, that's an exception. The guy who likes to live the outside the guy, paint. You're the same
2: guy. Yeah, the same can guy can guard said, him outside the paint. Hold on, hold on. Al Horford. No, no,
0: Paul, Paul Millsap. Hold on. Where we want to swap that? Okay. I'm
2: just saying. I'm no, just... no, okay, that's fine. But you're, just, this is, you're the same guy that said that, that Marcus Smart has would have no problem guarding Kevin Durant, and look how that turned out. Did I say that? Yes, yeah, you, did. you did.
0: You said you wanted him to go small. We were trying no, to predict. No, I wanted him to go three. Small Smart,
2: Smart is six four, guarding six seven, six
1: eight, six I, nine potentially. Okay, but that obviously I don't want. Marcus Smart playing the four every single game, right? No, that's the three, though. I'm just saying, like,
2: height discrepancies. That's Let, what I'm talking let's
1: about. Get back, let's get back to the topic here. All I'm saying is that if you have DeMar DeRozan, you have the chance to get DeMar DeRozan, and he wants to sign, you're going to pay him that money because the money means nothing. That's fine. Right? But I think you potentially make that move if you don't go out and get a big. That's what I think. So let's, 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 be, let's be hypothetical, really big picture hypothetical here. You go out and let's say you're able to. So uh, let me, actually, let me let me make it simple. Is DeMar DeRozan the first person you sign, or do you need to know you have another player before you go out and spend 25 million on DeMar DeRozan?
2: Well, I mean, we've had this conversation multiple times. Is that the top person on your list if you're going to talk about free agents? I'm asking you. I don't think so, because you don't. It's, that's not a big need right now, is it? A wing. Is it a, is is he gonna play? Is he gonna be
1: a wing or your shooting guard? I mean, he he's. It doesn't matter where he plays, but he fits a need for the wing, right? I mean, if you think about it, right now Jay Crowder's out, and we have nobody to replace him. We have legitimately one true wing player on this team. If you're not gonna count James Young, because James Young's never gonna see the fucking other day. I, I'm tired of you bringing up James
0: Young. Evan Turner, Evan well, Turner, as, I another the wing. I forget. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so maybe he's not at the top of your list, but I mean, if you're looking at top five, he's a top five top free agent three,
1: this he's week. He's a top five this week. He's a top <laughs> five free agent <laughs> th- this, week summer. He's your top, this, this summer. He's your top this summer, week this week
0: is number one. Yeah.
1: No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's he's such an interesting, interesting guy to look at because he is. because you know what? This year he Never has really proven, thought about him until today. He has proven. He's he's a twenty five point point per game scorer and he's still such an old-school player. He's not a, he doesn't rely on threes. He's a wing that doesn't rely on threes. He's a slasher. He can play good defense.
2: He He's a high flyer, and, all right, so let me, let me, I mean, he's a turnover machine, too. Let, he
1: turns the ball over a lot.
2: All right, so let, me, let me ask you this. Do the Celtics need more a big or a wing? Oh, a big. Yeah,
0: a big. So that's why he's not at the top of the top That's what of I'm violators. saying. I
2: think if you can't sign a big, then you look at signing someone well, like a DeMar uh, DeRozan. But you feel comfortable
0: you giving him that kind of money?
1: Uh, you almost said it. No, I almost said it. No, no,
2: was
0: no. Said it is, 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 wasn't. This this Joe, you feel comfortable giving him that kind of money, though? Because it sounds like you're not. You don't like that. You don't like those No, those it's numbers. not the, I never said
2: the I'm not comfortable The money doesn't matter. The money doesn't matter because it's a max contract. Money doesn't matter. It's something that's going to try to max guy. You need to think big in that aspect to try to acquire him. Exactly. That's it. I'm not. You need to think out. I made a face of what he said something, but nothing to do with DeMar DeRozan. You need if to. You, if you, you said DeMarcus Rosen.
1: You really want DeMarcus Cousins. No, I fucking I said know. DeMar. It. You said DeMarcus. Rewind the tape in a second. Anyways.
2: In a perfect world, though,
0: DeMarcus. DeMarcus Cousins, and DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan. Yes, thank you. And
1: then you free up
0: that backcourt. Li- we don't live in that world, guys. I live in that world. I'm just throwing it out there. Come I, on. You can't I, deny that. All I'm saying, if you Easter Get your conference finals, book it. Oh. Put those two guys well, in. Well,
1: dude, I mean, and that, that's the beauty. That's the beauty. That's what we do here, man. Of we, this We dream. We dream big.
0: Oh, big. Why like not? Doug said. <laughs> I think. I you think, don't get I that. Other, I know, You're too I know. young. I remember.
1: <laughs> think She's big. Too young. She's too young for you, bro. Too she doesn't, she you, doesn't bro. get that. Think <laughs> big. Big. BB. Was BB the producer?
0: <laughs> Fucking BB. She was a bitch think on this show. She was. But yeah, the, young, the young listeners have no idea what it
1: Drumming about. on a street light. <laughs> <laughs> Banging on a trash can.
0: One little voice. Anyways, that's what the seller's going to do. <laughs> that- <laughs> the beats! That's what the Celtics going to do. <laughs> Joe, throw that at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. at the end of this podcast. And end with, end with, <laughs> with drumming on the streetlight. Killer
1: tofu. <laughs> because
0: oh, yes. I guarantee you there's some listeners that know that, but they don't even know what we're talking about. And then when they hear that song at the end of the podcast, They're they'll be, be like, yes. Drew, like, oh. what did we miss?
2: I don't think we missed anything. Let's cap it off. Um, in case you missed it, uh, the Celtics, once again, will play the uh, Toronto Raptors on Wednesday night at the TD Garden. Currently, oh, currently, right huge now, huge game. Better be up for that garden. Currently, right now, garden, Boston. The, the Celtics are five and five in the month of March. The Raptors or... are one and a half games behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. Two reasons why, in my opinion, why the Celtics need to win this game. One, you don't want the Celtics to fall any further down in the standings because they have to battle with the likes of the Miami Heat, Charlotte Hornets, and the Atlanta Hawks, who are. They're all I mean, the Atlanta Hawks have the same record as the Celtics. Miami is half a game up and Charlotte is half a game behind. We're in the thick of it now, bro. It's the thick of yeah. things. Now we're in the thick of everything. Two. You do not want Toronto to catch the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because then <laughs> that's just that's just for lack of a better word, it's a big clusterfuck right now in the Eastern Conference. And if Toronto catches not the, not not that they're not that I'm saying that uh because of this game that they'll take over the East for good, but Cavaliers, they don't care. They don't care. I don't think they care what seed they they enter into the playoffs. You know
1: why? Because they're a bunch of bitches. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I mean, they almost dropped one against the Orlando Magic. So yeah, I mean, they, I think See, they're the a little. Cavs, I think they're a little vulnerable I, right I, now I going it, into the playoffs. I, I, I think they're in that stage where they're kind of. You know, remember when uh, teams would say like they're uh, right. they're, they're a little coasting. bored, coasting. Yeah, they're coasting, waiting for the playoffs to just you know what start up.
1: And this is strange. This is strange for 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 I think us to say it, but I mean, <laughs> I'm not too worried about the. Cavs, oh my god! In the playoffs, maybe maybe it's just the way
0: they're playing right now. Wait, what, do you want another uh, Avery Bradley walk off? You expecting one of those to happen again? You expecting another? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just, quarter? I, I mean, just, I just feel like this is number. I don't. You uh, should be a word. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna say
1: it too loud, but I, I just feel like right now. I'm just gonna say it on a podcast where a lot of
2: people are listening to. Thanks well,
1: I, for that. I whispered head. and I said it without a lot of conviction. Okay, but I just. You know, I maybe feel like they may lose. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I just, I'm not I'm not the most. The only like, way
2: to sell things that are going to beat the Cavs in the playoffs if Bobby Davidson's coaching the Cavs. Well, hey. <laughs> he made it. Right in oh, the last segment, he made it. almost
1: missed it, but he was like, in case you missed it.
2: <laughs> Bobby Davis is it? So I mean, yeah, I don't. The Celtics don't want to see the Cleveland Cavaliers early in the playoffs. They just, they don't. No, no, they, no. that's not a good look. Yeah, I do. I want to see. Do <laughs> you want to see him? I didn't say that. What? <laughs> uh, and in uh, NBA news. Uh, in case you missed it. Yeah. Um, Ducha's boy, Dwight Howard. Yeah. Dizzy Dwight. Yeah, you know, getting busted. Should have let off at this for apparently rubbing. Sticky stuff, mm. sticky substance. Nick Young, old. A- <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, on the ball against the uh, the Atlanta Hawks on Saturday night. Uh, thoughts? <laughs> so, he
1: sticky stuff on the ball. If you
2: see the video, you know as Paul Mas- Paul Millsap. If you haven't seen the video, I'm sorry. Paul Millsap is going gonna- ready to take a free throw. Dwight Howard happens to come in the game. I don't know for whatever reason he decided to touch the ball as he checks the ball to the ref. Gives the ball to the ref, and the ref gave it to. Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap immediately noticed, like, what the hell? There's some there's some sticky stuff on the ball. Gives it to the ref, and the ref was like, what, what's going on? And, and Dwight Howard is smiling the whole time because that's what he does. When he feels uncomfortable. When he
0: feels uncomfortable. Hence the uh, moment between him and uh, uh, his coach, Van Gundy, when that, oh, all, yeah. that awkward conference when they were talking about, you know, how he tried to get him fired. But, no, um, what, I, what I wanted to say about this what, whole thing. Van Gundy or Kevin... No, Van okay. Gundy. You remember when he, when he... Oh, oh, you're talking about Orlando. In Orlando, yeah. yeah was, oh, okay. It was, it was okay. A, a few oh, gotcha. years ago. Gotcha. But. little chody chode. This is my whole thing about this whole situation for for Dwight Howard. One, the fact that not only did he admit it, but he said he'd been doing this for a long time. Five years. I mean, is that why you were able to grab as many rebounds as you've been grabbing the last five years? One. And and, and two, how has no one else noticed this? I mean, this isn't something like, you know, with, with, with Stickham in terms of the NFL, whereas you don't really... You're not okay with them That's something that's going. You're gonna the quarterback's going to notice as that's on the ball, mm-hmm. right? Which wasn't the case in the NFL. That was something that was you know that was a whole different situation. But when we're talking about the actual basketball, how do shooters not notice something like that? Because this if anything, my- that's going to make you miss shots. This is a, the last thing you want is the ball to stick to your hand when you're a shooter. But if you're a guy like Dwight Howard, a big man who's trying to get you know fourteen, fifteen boards a night. That's gonna help you in that sense.
1: Sweaty palms, man. Sweaty palms.
0: So what? That that a, that erases the the, the stickiness. That's, I don't know, a, that's okay. The stickiness.
1: <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, I'm never. I'm not. I'm not. How can one notice this? I'm a New England Patriots fan. We all are. Oh Jesus. So, you know, I'm never gonna get on somebody for just trying to do something that makes them a little better. That's it. It's not against the rules. It's not for the rules. Stick them. You know what? people that stick him in the NFL for fucking years and they all uh, were the first ones to come out and say, "Oh, you know, I can't believe Tom Brady deflated the ball." You know what? Fuck you. And so, you know what? Dwight Howard uses a little stickum. I hate Dwight Howard. He's an asshole. But I'm not going to fucking come out and say something against him. Hey, you tried it. You got caught. Guess what? may is it against the rules? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure he's not the first person to use stickum. I'm sure he's not the last. So, whatever. But whatever. You know what? Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Well, if, I, if I was
2: him, though, I would be like, well, this is why I suck at free throws because I can't get this shit off my hand.
1: No, well, I mean, it'd be one thing if he
0: shot a free throw and it just didn't move. Nah. <laughs> well, then the NBA yeah, go man. on record and say that they're not going to suspend him or fine him? No, they're not. no that, they're not. You know why? Because probably every. There's no rule against it. Yes,
1: no, I, I mean, foreign substance is a foreign substance. But, I mean, when does the NBA have to ever worry
0: about that stuff? You know what I mean? Like, is that's sort of like not, the was, pine tar thing in baseball.
1: Yeah, I think it is. I think
0: like, it's something that people, you know, maybe people don't know about, but it not necessarily makes a, like, a look difference. Like,
1: look at all the damn chalk that LeBron uses and all that stuff. All that is is to get yourself a little more grip, right? So, if you look at it and you're saying, like, okay, Dwight Howard's literally crossing a line, and in the middle of the game, he's going to spray tons of stick on his hands. Like I don't know, he probably screwed up because he put too much on or something like that.
0: Well, he put it on the ball.
1: It's not like he put it on his hands, right? I know uh, he put it on his hands and then he touched the ball and he did one of those things where he just, oh, you know what I mean? So like you had me confused because I'm thinking he put it on the ball. And no. like how does no one notice that? No, he he had on his hands. So my, yeah, guess probably, my, my guess is probably My
2: You know when you when you um, and bear with me here. You no, know, you might put a little bit extra lotion on your hands and you have you don't know what to do with it and you just kind of like rub it. Yeah. And it doesn't go away. He did that on the ball. He, ex- he did that on um, the ball. I'm white, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For, uh, for all my uh, sunblock? lotion sunblock? users. Okay, sunblock. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Daily you put, lotion users. You put too much sunblock, Thank in you. Ducha's case, yep. on your hands, and you rub it as much as all over your body as possible, and it it's still on your hands. That's probably what, what happened. Yeah, he probably, probably over, happened
0: over-applied. The stickum, or whatever the fuck he's using. Yeah, make young juice. Well, e- either way, my whole thing was that I was surprised that no one noticed it. But now that you explain it that way, I mean, either way, I don't see it as cheating. I don't see it as like, oh, he's got caught and doing. Let's something. be. Let's be honest. It is what it too. is. I let's mean, he does. He did what he had to for an advantage. Like, like, like. Dude, I just, I just thought I it mean, was a weird story. I, wondered, I mean, it is a weird story. No, it, be, it is. Uh, it's freaking but,
1: weird because I mean, how does that actually help you in the game? Like, if you
2: have stick them on your hands. I mean, it's like it's like when players always licking their hands constantly right. and shit. I don't know. Right. But, but no, you like,
0: makes a good point. about the but the uh, the, the, the sweaty palms. No, no, the 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 powder that LeBron James uses and a lot of players use. I mean, you just, just want to keep Kevin your hands. Garnett used it, like you know, Kevin Garnett, right?
1: Use them. You keep them dry, so the ball, like players, use lose, them every single you game. You don't lose grip when you're trying to grip the basketball, but like yeah. stick em's like to that other level. But I mean, if he was a point guard, then I could see, like, okay, he's touching the ball. He's ho- he's trying to handle the ball a little better. But he's a big man. Like, that means he doesn't know how to catch. That just means he's, like, he's the worst hand-eye coordination. Like, he just can't catch the ball. That's the only advantage is you catching the ball. It's not even going for a rebound. Because if he's up there for a rebound, how many times
0: is he the tallest guy up there to get the rebound? Yeah, but let me ask you this, though. If this was Steph Curry or LeBron James... Tell me, it wouldn't be a bigger deal. People would say, no, "Oh, that's it." I think so. That's why they, he plays. No, as well. I think I think it that's would be a why, bigger deal. Uh, Curry makes that many threes. That's why LeBron James is able to get to the get to the hole because, because they're he, ball he, handlers. He sticks, you know, his hands to the ball. Exactly. That's right. what I mean. That's what, I know, I'm
1: saying that, that's what I mean. Right. If he was a ball handler, if he was a point guard, if he handled the ball every time, then I'd be like, "Well, this is not cool." But I mean, <laughs> what, now I was just an idiot. Goddard <laughs> was just an idiot. He just probably was like, ah, oh, I knew Steckham. Yeah, Steckham's great. Yeah, he's an idiot, dude. He's a fucking idiot.
2: All right. Um, In case you missed it, to wrap things up here, the Charlotte Hornets, who I mentioned earlier, are half a game behind the Celtics for the sixth seed. Oh, damn, came, Horn's a ball Came back from a 23-point deficit to beat the San Antonio Spurs Jeez. on Monday night after, hey, the on Spurs, a new after the Spurs beat the Golden State Warriors on Saturday. Yeah. Thoughts. That's, uh,
1: oh <laughs> man!
0: <laughs> Great thoughts, man. Hello, <laughs> I I profound. Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> profound. Uh, Gadzooks. Hey, these guys got nothing to lose, man. I mean, you think about before the season, who had the Charlotte Hornets making the playoffs? I mean, these guys are just on. The, I mean, they're, I w- they're just riding they on went, momentum went, right they went, now. They went
2: eight spot barely.
0: I would have said yeah. I would have said eight spot, hanging we're on, fighting for an A yeah, spot, fighting.
2: There you go. Yeah, I mean, I had the I had the
0: Milwaukee Bucks in the middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference. Now look at them; they're not even yeah, the battling for in a there, playoff there, spot. Yeah, had the Wizards, you know, I had the Wizards battling for a playoff spot yeah, at the least. Wizards in like the
1: fourth spot, but that's
0: something. That but up. no, but that, so no, before but that, but, before anyone even looked at them, here they are in the you know, in the, almost like, in the middle of the pack. But that's why no, right. that's why right. these next games are so much more certified important. certified playoff
2: the, team. Yeah, that's why they these Celtics games coming up are so much more important now because there's so much. there's just too much bunching, I guess, for lack of a better term. Right. There's about two games in between between, yeah, between the three third fourth and down. Yeah. It's right. It's
1: insane. I, I like the way the, the Hornets play, though. I do like the way they play. I mean, you look at it. They were without Big Al for most of the season. They were able to stomach that. They were able to have, you know, uh, Kemba Walker is just playing out of his mind. Yeah, Nicholas Batum is making himself a gigantic free agent target in the offseason. Um, you know, Marvin Williams? Oh, man. He's, he's been, been balling. B- Jeremy, Lin, Jeremy Lin's been a Jeremy solid guy Lin. off the bench. Yeah, it's like I mean, they... even the,
2: Courtney the, Lee, since he's been traded, well, and yeah, all yeah. Courtney Lee's yeah,
1: right mean, into that they, system. They, yeah. have, they have been Good able point. to develop sort of this this culture down there, and it's very uh, it's very similar... To the way the Celtics play, you know what they're Garry's always way. the underdog. You don't know who's they're, going to go off. Exactly. Of yep. Right. You have a couple of players who can who can score twenty, twenty-five, even forty if you look at Kemba Walker. But then you got big man Al down low, who's just mm. doing his thing. So, hey, you know, I like the way they're playing, but you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough team for the Celtics to to outpace in the rest of this, the the remaining ten games of the regular season.
0: Also, guys, don't forget this is the point of the season where teams can you're. You could steal one, you know. You could steal a game or two here or there. And again,
1: that game against I mean, the Spurs, Charlotte that game against, against the, Spurs, the Spurs, that's a huge game, though. That's oh no, a that's huge. huge. Game. No, it is. But, but let's think about it for that a was an
0: L if you looked at it.
1: If you looked at it, that's an right. L. But if, it, if, if you're L. the San
0: Antonio Spurs, you're obviously you you got your calendar you know marked for that Golden State game. Right, and, and then then, they, you, they, you then you have you the trap game, Charlotte, trap you had game, trap game. Exactly. They're up by twenty three, and they're probably just kind of coasting. They probably did. They took Monday night I didn't watch it. Yeah, Monday night after after losing against that same San Antonio team. Golden State Warriors head over to Minnesota. They almost dropped one. They didn't, but it was damn close. They didn't, but they almost did. And guys, don't forget about the Celtics. They're on this West Coast swing. Golden State Warriors are kind of, you know, they're dropping. They're getting close to dropping another one. I'm telling you right now, guys, don't be surprised if the Celtics steal one from the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I really think that it's that time of the year where teams are not necessarily. I don't. I don't want to say coasting, but they're kind of overlooking teams. That they are expected to beat, or or teams that they they uh they are they they see themselves beating, especially at home. Golden State Warriors at home playing the Celtics. Yeah, the Celtics took them to double overtime in their place, but this is going to be at the Oracle where they haven't lost in over a year. So I think these are the kind of games where teams may slip up going into the playoffs, and the Celtics have to be careful in terms of not being on the wrong end of that of of those trap games, you know. Uh, we talked about at the beginning in this episode how they're going to play a lot of good teams and along with those teams that you're going to try to beat you have to make sure you don't lose against teams like Orlando and the Philadelphia 76ers which they which they of course they didn't do so that that's, Well, and
1: that's why those two these two games that's I huge. think
0: we're again going back to it must wins games for
1: the Celtics. I mean, let's
0: be right. let's be honest. They right.
1: they come off those those tough games, you had to win these cupcakes. They did. They put them both away. Now, let's go. Raptors, West Coast trip. Let's go. Let's pick
2: up that momentum again. Celtics Raptors on Wednesday. Then they travel to Phoenix to take on the Suns on Saturday. And they head out to La La Land to take on the Clippers on Monday. That wraps up the week
1: for the the
2: Celtics here on Causeway Street.
1: One more thing, too. We got some Springfield College love I got to shout out right now because, you know, me and... Me and uh,
2: I don't, I don't think, I don't think they knew, but me and can, Sway can just, Sway. my name, my name is Joe Sway. Okay,
0: yeah,
1: go ahead. Me and Sway, Sway over here, You're struggling over there. So through some Springfield College Network, I found a great new blog. Okay, it's called in, it's into the openfield dot The open field, they got some great stuff up there. Uh, they love the Causeway Street podcast, so they, I told them, you know what, we'll, you know, I'll, I, I've, I've been reading their stuff. It's great because if you guys are into the March Madness stuff, they got a couple cool things up there. Um. They had a great piece on Rick Pitino and his assholeness, which was great to read. They got the five stages of weekend bracket grief, which I definitely hit all five stages. I don't know. Check it out. Into the openfield.com. They're uh, out in Cali, but they're Boston people, so they're good peeps.
0: All right. so you got to check that out. Yeah, check them out, man. I mean, we, as we get closer to the Final Four here, yeah, that would be, be great. a great blog to Twitter. check out.
1: Yeah, they got a Twitter. I'll find that Twitter in a second, Joel.
0: While Sean is looking
2: for that You can follow us on Twitter At Causeway Street Follow us on Instagram At Causeway Street Follow us on Snapchat Causeway Street Like us on Facebook What's that one?
1: Causeway Street Causeway
2: Street blog Ah. Damn
1: it I ruin it every time
2: Like us on SoundCloud So you listen to this podcast And right after we finish Hit that like
1: Hit that like. I'm and sorry. Hit, hit, that that share hit that follow. Hit that follow. Hit that follow. If you listen to stuff on SoundCloud, I mean, you can share it to your followers. You know, let's get into the social media stuff, people. Come on. It's 2016. Bring it up, you know.
2: You can listen to our past episodes. You can also download our episodes. Download. low. Or you can hit us up on the DM because we all know
0: it goes down. On the DM? In the DM. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Where can Um, they find you on the interwebs? Oh, man, you can find me at uh, Joe underscore S-W-A-Y one zero on Twitter. Dutra.
1: Uh, I'm at at Sean Dutra. S-E-A-N-D-U-T-R-A
0: on Twitter. That's it. It's that easy. And we're going to find our friends out on Cali.
1: Out in Cali, you want to listen, and it's not even Cali. So these, oh, Jesus. <laughs> the, no, they're, they're Boston guys that live I out know, in Cali, right? That, so they, they... got that West Coast perspective now, but they're good people. So, uh, at the open field underscore. So you got to remember the underscore after the open field. The open at the open field underscore. But yeah, check them out. They're good, and uh, yeah, actually going to be able to see this podcast. On their website. Oh, Oh, they
0: want to shout us out. What's up with that? That was a little twist there at the end. A little cross-promotion.
1: A little cross-country love right there. Good
0: looks, fellas. Hey, guys, how about uh, Sean Dutra getting some TV time this past week, huh? And Uh Two games. Sean thought that we were going to end this podcast without Uh breaking Uh that up. Two games. My man Sean Dutra made it on the uh, Comcast New England telecast against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then on monday night he got a quick it was it was it was much much more uh, brief than it than it was on the oklahoma city game but he got a quick shot of him doing his uh, infamous fist pump against the orlando it's magic
1: pump. it's not really like an upwards fist pump it's a downwards it's fist downwards pump. And, then a, and then a little bounce yeah, right a little, a
0: little bounce a little, a little, yeah. yeah that's it that one made it on uh, on air after Avery bradley hit a huge jump shot that uh, that, that was that pulled big, some of us away. yeah big game and
1: and it sucked because i got be on the oklahoma city shit where i was like
0: the only time anyone was cheered was in the first quarter, and that's when I was going nuts. And they used and that one. And they play
1: me at the fourth quarter the fourth. when it we're was, down
0: by 25, and I'm getting texts like- It was part of their uh, Taco Bell his, hysteria, <laughs> live much. So, dude, just most making most segments most. on TV <laughs> and on the Causeway Street block. So, what's up, boy? Segments all over the place. Oh, oh man, shout, shout out. Uh, shout out to Comcast. It's Com- got to be this, too. Always fucking- Shout out to yeah, Comcast right. Sportsnet. Oh, they, 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 yeah, shout out to their halftime tweets. Yes. Shouting out Causeway Street for like what eight times throughout I swear the entire to God, season. They,
1: we must have like a long lost cousin that works at Comcast that just like won't tell us. He's just like oh, I love this. Yeah, I mean that's Kyle. Man, Kyle
0: is always always Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> so guys, if you're watching the Celtics game and you see a a a, a, a guy in a Celtics jersey and a beard with the, with the red Sox cap on, most likely it's, it's Mr. Sean Dutra. See he's the Paul Pierce. There, he's been on there twice. Jay Crowder or Sean Dutra. That's it. That's right. Those are the two jerseys he wears. I don't know about the Sean Duchin jersey. I have never seen that one. But. Oh,
1: it's coming. <laughs> it's coming.
2: That's right. Isn't he gonna be the he's gonna be the new trainer eventually when when the something oh, right. we, we trade Brad Stevens for, for Kevin Durant, for Kevin
0: Durant. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So he'll have his own Just jersey. Just waiting on my Just day. On my Just day. waiting I, on my
2: day. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the
1: way, shout out to Sully's too, because I fucking love that bar. Just what you're doing, uh, Sullivan's this. Tap. Sullivan's Tap. Right. I mean,
0: we go there every fucking time we go to the Celtics game, so I might as well give him some love. Yeah, the best part about it's got that Maybe. vintage feel to it. You feel like you walked into the 1990s and you're about to go into the old Boston Garden.
1: Yeah, man. And they got they got like got that vintage smell to it too. They got that vintage smell.
0: <laughs> Sticky Cash floor. Only.
1: Cash only.
0: The Papa Shot. Ah, great well, bar. Smells like a packy in there. It
1: smells like a packy, but it's my packy,
0: you know. All right, fellas, until next week, thank you for listening. Of course, all you Celtics fans out there, it's all got, you Causeway Street got listeners, got how about everyone and all the team? ladies? I, I meant, mean fellas, like down down YouTube. There. Ah, that's gotcha. gotcha. right, YouTube. Uh, all right, all right. We up out here until next week, guys. All right,
1: later.